0: What is going on, party people, and welcome to episode three of the Reactor Core, uh, a special podcast that we do here at the Whatnots where we t- talk about all sorts of stuff from big blockbuster movie uh, events to new Netflix shows, whatever we want. Uh, just stuff that we don't want to miss and we have to t- talk about. Uh, so, welcome. My name is Kyle Springer, and along for the ride, I have Eric Mannix with me. Yeah. And, we'll al- and also Kaylee Fleeman. Oh, hey. yeah! Baby. For the first time mm-hmm. ever on a yeah. podcast for the whatnots. Now, Kaylee, this is really cool for me because I have heard you many, many times on View from the Gutters. Um
1: oh.
0: <laughs> but uh, I, I have I have not gotten to actually have a like full on conversation with with you. So this is exciting for me and welcome.
1: Yeah, yeah. Thank you.
0: Kaylee's one of my favorite people to do a podcast with,
2: uh, I don't think we were ever on Views together, sadly, but uh, mm-hmm. Kaylee did a bunch of guest spots on uh, Out of the Fridge and was mm-hmm. always one of my, uh, my favorite guests. I hesitate Aww. to say I had a favorite guest because I don't Thanks. want anyone to fight me, but Kaylee <laughs> was high up there on the list of people Like when we were talking about having guests. So uh, yeah, it's uh, good to be podcasting again. It's been, uh, it's been a minute. You've, you've been busy.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. I uh I just accepted my diploma yesterday. So, that was exciting. Congratulations. Um, de- Thank you.
2: Definitely big congrats on that.
1: So, but I have free time now and it's great. <laughs> it's so nice. So,
2: yeah, Kyle, your t- your timing is perfect. Um and yeah, how we ended up seeing the movie, um, for those who don't know out there in TV land, uh, me and Kaylee are not just friends. We are also uh, co workers at uh, Gabby's Olympic Cards and Comics uh, in uh, Lacey, Washington. And uh, our boss, Gab, is really awesome um, for many reasons. But one of the things that we've been doing is kind of cool, just like family building things is. Uh, She buys out a theater every time a new Star Wars movie comes out, and we just all go together, and we shut down the shop early, and we just, we all go see it, and so we've been doing it. We've been doing it since episode uh, seven um, came out, and so for each Star Wars release, we've done it, and so last Thursday when uh, Solo came out, same thing, we all... Uh, there's a small town Yelm, it's like about 30 minutes away from where we're at uh, in, in Lacey, but anyways, we drove out there, really awesome theater, they're really cool, and they always treat us right, and yeah, we all saw Solo, A Star Wars Tale, as a uh, as a big, nerdy comic book family together.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That sounds awesome. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of fun. I really love it, and it was like perfect timing for you since you just graduated, yeah. I mean, while well, you actually have the time now, because even a couple weeks ago, I'm like... Uh, yeah. Well, maybe uh, I no,
0: can
2: go yeah. and yeah. be able to
0: enjoy it. Yeah, sounds good. Oh, so that's... if so if if you guys haven't figured out alri- already, we are going to be talking about solo uh, yeah. Star Wars. Is it story or tale? Cause you said it might be tail. tale. I I just I just I just call it solo all the yeah. time. But I, yeah, it's I'm sure solo. it's like colon a Star Wars whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know the official full on. Yeah, sounds yeah. good to me. Uh, I I actually ended up seeing it on Friday afternoon. I had a short day at work and then went to the five the five o'clock showing, and the theater was pretty empty actually. Really? Um, huh. Yeah. I mean, it's it's right at that. It's like the end of the work day, so I'm pr- pretty sure people were just getting out of work and like the next oh, sure. the next sure. showing after that would, would have been a lot more p- p- packed. But uh, yeah, it was kind of nice, like being one of the only ones in the theater, and not, you know, not having like loud people being
1: like, like "Oh my God, what's this? Who's that? I don't know. I haven't seen this one."
2: You know, see, that's so. a we. It's weird when we all go out, you know, because we're all such huge nerds that like any kind of like reference any kind of like you know guest spot whatever like everyone knows it's so supposed like you yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just like <laughs> everyone just like getting excited at the same time like no one's ever like oh who's that because everyone knows because we're all just huge nerds and so that's yeah so anytime you know there was like a cool cameo or, or like a, a surprise that you weren't necessarily expecting like, oh my god oh my god oh my god and then really the thing after the movies like well when does that happen in the timeline and like is this you know like that, those are the discussions that happened of course you know, after the the, yeah. the film was yeah. like mm-hmm. like when is exactly this is take place and then of course we start dissecting
0: that sounds good yeah um so i guess we can go ahead and dive in uh if you are tuning into this and you haven't seen the movie yet this is going to be a big spoiler cast slash review slash reactions which is kind of where we get the name the reactor core uh so we are going to dive in what did you guys think what what, what what were your expectations going in? I guess I sh- should start with. Uh,
1: so for me, I I loved Rogue One. Um, okay. and I think I think like Rogue One has stood out as possibly my favorite Star Wars movie, um, like hands down. Um, and so I've been really excited for the Star Wars stories that are coming out, like, the ones that are separate mm-hmm. from from the, the big arc from the trilogies. Uh, and so I was really stoked for this one. Um, and I love Han Solo. I've had a crush on Solo since I was, like, five years old. Like, from the moment where I was like, oh, dating's a thing. I was like, hmm, <laughs> Solo, perfect. Uh, he won't be Solo so, much longer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not if I have anything to say about it, uh, four-year-old me says. Um but uh, so yeah I was just really stoked to see this movie and I I love Chewbacca and I I love solo obviously um and so just getting a chance to get more of that characterization than what we really see in the movies because like okay. even though he's one of the main three we don't necessarily get a whole lot of like backstory or anything for him he's just kind of he's there he's an established person he's pretty comfortable in who he is there's no like major changes or, like, re- like, major reveals that happen with him that you're like, oh, what? I didn't know that he did this or, you know. So yeah. it was really cool to see that movie. Yeah. I well, don't
2: yeah. you. You know, I'll be honest. Uh, Han Solo is one of my all-time favorite just characters in 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 fiction ever uh he was my favorite star wars character until uh i discovered ahsoka tano and now is yep. my favorite star wars character because she's just my precious child but i still love han a, a lot a lot um and i mean this movie looked fine um i just i i wasn't i wasn't sure i was i felt weird that i wasn't getting hyped about it um I was, like, the week leading up to it, I was like, oh, we're going to go see it, and it's going to be fun, it's going to be a cool experience, but, like, the movie itself, I was like, I don't know, man. I think part of it's because I love Han Solo so much, I was very, like, reserved about it. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I saw it, and I, I, I adored it, I thought it was fantastic, and then now I feel dumb that I was ever, like, doubting it at all, because I'm like, <laughs> well, dude, it's Ron Howard, he's an amazing director, you know, um, I, I think it's just because I'm, it's so precious to me, but, uh, yeah, yeah, um, I was super into it, um. Like, Haley, I think uh, it gave me enough of his backstory, but I think Han's a character that you do need to keep some mystery to. Like, I'm glad we don't see him as, like, a little, little kid. You know, I'm glad it's, like, yeah. he's already somewhat established, you know, as this kind of, like, roguish character. But then we see that, well, he does have a nice heart, and he is, like, a good person even when he tries to, like, act like he's not. Because um, that's, like, the things I like about Han. And I feel I mean, like with well, all the actors... He's not
0: guy. They definitely yeah. Good and it's like, guy. oh,
2: yeah, like, who are you playing, man? But, uh... <laughs> The other thing too was like okay, and I think the thing I had some trepidation on was like, is he going to just do like a Harrison Ford impression? You know, because that's such a beloved character that's like in your mind. I mean, I grew up as a small child with sure. like the original trilogy. That, that's all we. But know, they didn't. Basically. They didn't go there. They. It was very much like I could see him turning into that character with time. Yes. But uh, yeah, I like that they didn't. Um, yeah, it's like so. Every once in a while, they'd say something there'd be like a little quirk, and it like wasn't exact, but I could definitely see like, okay, some you know, I don't know how many years later, you know, like, but you'll 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 be that character that I know and love, and so, yeah, it 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 actually managed to feel like fresh and organic, and uh, yeah, I walked away very very happy with the film, and cool. uh, now I feel silly that I ever doubted it. <laughs>
0: So I was very skeptical going in. I had very, very low expectations. Because uh, I didn't like e- episode 8, like, at all. Uh, yeah, a lot of people didn't. I, I think... I, think it I em- like it, but it, you know, your mileage may vary. <laughs> in- immediately walking out of it, I was like, okay. It was okay, okay. But then afterwards, I was like, yeah, now that I think about it some more, I'm not a huge fan of episode 8. I don't know. Um, but, uh, I, I mean, I know this is a different director you know it's separate film different time period so I was like okay well at least you know at least give it a shot a a shot uh and i yeah i ended up really enjoying this i I think it's it's a good like start of the summer uh film to to go see Um, so yeah like i it's 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 something that i I just i it, it it kind of is exactly what I thought it would be, too. Like, it's his origin story. It answered, like, all the stuff that I w- wanted to know about him, like how how he met Chewie, how he met Lando, you know, how they did the the Kessel Run, and that was it, you know? Um. Yeah, I th-
2: I think it gave me enough uh, it without, without giving me more than that. The way I've been describing it to people that haven't seen the film to not ruin anything for them is uh, I'll basically say it's a really awesome heist film filled with action and it has you know the story beats that you would expect it to have so yeah like the with the millennium falcon and with chewie and lando and, and how they meet and so yeah it was perfect and then you know some surprises thrown in there that i wasn't expecting which was really yeah. awesome mm-hmm. yeah
0: good stuff um so yeah, like I, one of the things that I was hearing kind of as the embargo like the review embargo lifted was that people thought it was very disjointed. Did did did, did, you, did you guys get that impression or did did you did you think it worked well pacing-wise?
1: Uh I, n- I never felt, like, bored or, or, like, anything was skipped or anything like that. So, um, I think, I think that I didn't think about the pacing is kind of indicative that the pacing was just fine. Yeah. You know, okay. like, uh, one, one of my problems with episode eight was that, like, I just felt like it lingered too long on some things and then suddenly it jumped and it was like, oh, huge plot point and moving on. And, yeah. uh, I, I didn't feel like Solo did that. Um, I felt like everything was given kind of the appropriate amount of time and I think like there were there were some like character deaths where I was like oh well that was really quick and like I'm not super into that but then like they kind of go back and and cover it in a way where it's like that's kind of just the world like yeah. that's how you that's how it is for these characters like people that you love and really care about might just die and that's just how it is um so i i thought the pacing was fine and it, it felt like a very cohesive story to me
2: yeah that's it's interesting i i didn't read any reviews for one thing i didn't want anything spoiled for me and also i don't yeah. give a shit about other people's opinions and so like i just didn't <laughs> worry about it um it's weird past podcasting for so long because it's weird that like why do people listen for my opinions it's, it's, it doesn't <laughs> doesn't matter but it's like just it's an opinion Ma- make your own opinion on, on things that's why i don't like review things it's like well, i'll have a discussion that's that's different but uh yeah i so i didn't know about any of this stuff going in what what the perceptions were of it now i'm seeing stuff but oh it's it only made you know, whatever 36 million dollars in a day or whatever and that's yeah. like apparently a failure because whatever it's star wars and they all make like a bajillion dollars <laughs> but uh no i loved it I, I watched the movie and i was enthralled i was into it the whole time um i can say that yeah i was really into the story i loved it i I wasn't seeing the actors, I was seeing the characters, and I think that's the biggest compliment I can give it, because again, it's such iconic, like, you know, Harrison Ford and and all these characters that, like, you know, I grew up with, and uh, I was able to, like, just meld into the film and and let it be what it needed to be, and uh, even though I was kept walking in, you know, it... You know, it convinced me, it entertained me, it did what it needed to do. Uh, And at the time, the things that I was most impressed by watching the film and that I recall now, is I remember it had amazing cinematography. I mean, all the Star Wars films are, like, pretty gorgeous, but uh, that film, like, the lighting, for some reason, just really got me... Um, like in uh, the dude with all the scars on his face I don't, I don't remember his name but uh his like office always, like, boss, go- yeah yeah there's mean. all these gorgeous like windows and then like all the uh all the regal capes both on Lando and the uh, uh the young woman sorry I'm really bad with names Kira. but yeah Kira. like she also had some amazing outfits and so again yeah. Star Wars like they there's like like Rogue One has some really cool set pieces and and but yeah there's something with like Solo where like I, ah, it was just it's one of the most visually stunning I think of the films it like felt smaller in scale in some ways even though it was like you know there was a ton going on and there was like a ton of action i think it's just because it was a smaller cast of characters which i was about because i was able to like you know glob Focus onto in, these characters yeah. and, and and love them even more um but yeah i
0: that was into it and i yeah, it felt very cohesive to me cool yeah i i mm-hmm. kind of felt the same same thing i was like the pacing wasn't that bad like the the only thing i can see was like the opening scene where it's the big action heist and then it of cuts the back to you know okay well how did he get started you know um but basically from then on which was most of the movie it you know it was all just one big storyline you know Um, Mm. didn't really hop around but yeah i i liked the cinematography i think i I think for me this one it was more about the costume design though like you said like they, they just had it, it, was, it was such a different style from what I'm supposed to, or w- what I imagined Star Wars to be, especially in that era. Because uh, I think, like, the original movies, and kind of when this is happening, most of the stuff really looked used and dirty, and we, we didn't get to see that, like, shiny and sleek stuff. Um, yeah, and that I, was always my problem with the prequels. Mix. Everything was too shiny mm-hmm.
2: in the prequels, you know? Like, why all the ships, look like, messed up? Because the original Star Wars, a lot of that stuff was, like, beat up and used, like, Luke cops into an X-Wing and it looks like it's had better days. And so, to me, like, I don't know. I think they're getting better in futuristic movies in general, but it's, like, just because you have, like scanner technology and lightsaber technology, and whatever, like, doesn't it's just mean, like now, like, this, it, yeah. this, the scanner at work doesn't always work, and the phone somehow <laughs> shuts off. Sometimes the computer, like, just, like, resets, and you're like, cool, great, now it's time for firmware update. So I like mm-hmm. when sci-fi movies will acknowledge that, too, sometimes you have to just kick the thing, because it's a piece of shit or whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I like, the, the the world in Solo felt very lived in, and I, I definitely appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah, amazing character designs, all the, the cool biker people, too, I loved yeah. their,
0: their outfits, too. Yeah. they're so good because to me it was neat to see the like the that like seedy underbelly of the like back alleys and stuff like that and how grimy that is but then to see dryden Voss who's like the gang later right and he's the one with all the real sleek and shiny stuff with the the penthouse Mm -hmm. office i was like okay there you go that, that that makes sense. That he would be the the, the one to have that have that, you know. Um, it was g- gorgeous. I loved it. Um, there, space there... yacht song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Space> <laughs> I, will, I I want a space yacht. That'd be sweet. Um, there was one scene that uh, I I think it was at the start when they were on the the snowy planet kind of thing and there was one shot that was a little weird to me where it was so foggy that you couldn't really see the mountains and it was just like where they were st- 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 standing and I was like the mountains behind them would have been beautiful but it's just like this white fog and I was like oh, you can't see anything but uh, uh, mm-hmm. oh well the, the rest of it looks good but um yeah so th- there were I'm I'm trying to think because there were some inter- interesting uh like name drops and stuff like that uh what, what what do you guys like when do you guys think this was taking place exactly because i've been trying to figure that one out i think between
2: episodes two and three between episodes, my guess somewhere in that timeline is my guess i could certainly be wrong on that
0: okay um so go ahead oh
1: oh uh so my theory is and i i could have like totally made this up because i just like really want this to happen and maybe like i just hallucinated this but um so major spoiler incoming uh when you see darth maul at the very end and he stands up amazing reveal yeah it was great yeah uh and i'm pretty sure i heard mechanical clicking you did yes yes yeah, yeah, I, I heard As, it. So I think it's after three.
0: And he's older. He's clearly older. When yeah. you see his face, too. So, I like. Think so too. I, th- I think I, it's i like I'm thinking Rebels that this happens, like.
1: Time yeah.
0: Period. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I guess it can be between episodes two and three because it was, like, there's very clearly stormtroopers, like, from the original trilogy. Like, not, not the clone troopers anymore. Mm-hmm. And it still would have been clone troopers if it was older. So, yeah. Although, see, that's. Uh, yeah, it's. Maybe it's like ten years or so. Because what well, Rebels is like what four years before A New Hope, so it's like right before. Um, so this is maybe like ten years before A New Hope, you yeah, know, maybe somewhere. Something so like clear, that, yeah. clear, yeah, clearly after, clearly after um, all the prequel stuff, um, after after the Clone Wars, after all that, all yeah. the Jedi are gone. I also like that other than Darth Maul, there's no. Force stuff, there's no... Yeah, I like all that stuff, I love all the Space Wizard stuff, I do, but uh, it was nice that this movie, like, that wasn't what it was about. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah th- that was neat. I, I, I think this movie was a good, uh, I, I guess, like, starter movie to be like, hey, there's other stories out there besides, like, Jedi and stuff like that. Uh, st- stuff mm-hmm. stuff that, that you don't know yet. Because, um, like you said, your favorite character is Ahsoka... Oh, no, right, like oh, yeah. there's there's the Mandalorians that we still really haven't explored all that much in their whole their whole war with the the Jedi that we you know don't really know about or if, if that's canon. Um, so I, I I think hopefully if it's because it sounds like they're gonna go ahead with a, like a Boba Fett story and an Obi wan story. So I'm hoping they like explore stories with those characters that aren't close to what we've seen like aren't somehow tied in with what we've seen um, and I, I know this one kind of was because it, it was basically the Han Solo origin story but I think it opened us up to like hey there's other things happening out there Darth Maul is actually still alive which if you haven't seen the cartoons you wouldn't know that Um, but yeah what, what, what do you guys think
2: I know with, uh, Rogue One, one of my favorite elements of it was that you got to see, um, you know, the Force, but, like, used not by, like, a Jedi, and just to, you know, and things like that in Rogue One showed that, like, there's just different facets of this world, because so the Star Wars universe is so immense, and there's tons of, yeah, like, smugglers and bounty hunters, and I love all that stuff, and in the main trilogy, that's always, like, side pieces to, like, the, the big Jedi kind of Skywalker stuff, and mm-hmm. I love all that stuff, too. Um... But uh yeah, I like that with Rogue One and with 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 uh solo we've seen the camera pan to what previously had been like the side pieces. And I was like, no, well this is actually the the whole point of these stories and I think that's why I liked both of them uh so much. So yeah, um so I guess within like Boba Fett, yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that movie's going to have you know tons of bounty hunters, tons of, more of a vibe-like solo, I guess, with, you know, just more crime and stuff like that, and that could be cool. I actually am going to get hate mail. I don't think Boba Fett's that interesting of a character. Um, <laughs> I think he looks awesome. I, I think he succeeded in getting eaten in, in the original movies. <laughs> I mean, I'm not counting any of the, you know, expanded universe stuff. I'm only what I actually saw with my own eyes. He stood around and said, he's no good to be dead. And looked like a badass saying it. And then he got eaten. And that's what he actually did for real on camera. So <laughs> fight fight, me, nerds. But uh, that could be cool. Um, I've wanted an Obi-Wan movie for a long time just because I fucking love Ewan McGregor. And he's, he's just amazing in anything he's in. And uh, he's fantastic. And in the Star Wars comics that Marvel's doing now they'll do like these six-part story arcs and then they'll do these like random one-shot stories to kind of like bridge the gap as they're you know they're doing like little films or whatever and uh, they've done a few that were obi-wan stories like oh here's me like you know secretly watching luke when luke's like six and doesn't know that i'm there and that kind of thing and i've really loved those those have been my favorite of like the marvel like the mainstream star wars stuff uh um and so I, I i guess i hope you know with if they're going to go that route uh, i'd love to see more of that that stuff with with obi-wan with like secret secret obi-wan grumpy farmer stuff yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: well i think uh one of the things and and the the original trilogy is is certainly very guilty of this and i think all of the main star wars stories have uh been just about equally as guilty of this um although recently they've been trying to do a little bit better, which is uh, sort of discounting the average person's experience in this, like um, being laid under siege by the Empire is no good for anybody. Yeah, um, it, it was like, it's, it's a genuinely terrible thing, and like when we see, you know, episodes uh, 4, 5, and 6 it's just like, and this band of rebels is going to stop the oppressor but you don't really see like what the Empire is guilty of doing other than like they exploded a planet and then it's like and on to the next thing, you know, like um Yeah. So you like with Rogue One and with Solo, you really see like these worlds that are allowed to exist under the Empire's control. Where it's like, you know, kids like Solo and Kira are mistreated because there's a system in place where kids like them are able to fall through the cracks and are exploited by criminal elements Mm -hmm. because the empire has like a a stronghold. Um, And like Rogue One, it's, uh, um, you 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 get separated from your parents and people are enslaved under the empire under the guise of like, oh, well, you get to work. I just did air quotations. It's been a while since I did podcasting. (laughs) I realized podcasting is a a visual medium. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, so air quotes. You get you get to work for the empire, and definitely not your family is also under threat. And if you try to leave, you'll die. Um, So I think a lot of the Star Wars stories are doing a really good job of really illustrating. The, the human aspect yeah like, okay hey, it actually
0: really sucks to be underneath the empire <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're actually bad guys
1: yeah they're actually legitimately bad guys <laughs> trust me <laughs>
0: um yeah like I, I i i think we'll start to see more of that and i, I think that's what this opens uh, opens up like the the general mainstream movie goer too um just like hey there's there's more to this world than this uh this you know this skywalker story here um but yeah so i i really liked the reveal of uh god i just my mind went blank of his name but uh that dude darth maul yeah (laughs) um because he's he's one of my favorite characters um and I, i i like i'm So I'm a little bit behind on Rebels. I don't really know what happens after. There's the whole thing at the Jedi Temple, and everyone's fighting there. Um, But I like to 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 see him kind of get power in the underworld while all of that is happening, and then to see him like get kicked out and just be this like. I mean, he's. I mean, obviously, he's still alive and kicking. Um, no, no pun intended. With his <laughs> robo leg. <Yeah. laughs> hurt, hurts to get kicked kick in the ass with a robo-leg. Um, <laughs> but like, I'm, I like that. I, I think was one of the things that I left the film with most curious uh, uh, about. Because he, he's kind of put in that like emperor, like that shadowy bad guy. Like, uh oh, yes, my scheme is working. And so, it, mm-hmm. like, I'm just like, oh, he's he's kind of one of the bad guys in this, and it looks like he was still up to something. So I'm I'm kind of wondering if they're gonna set the uh, the like Boba Fett or Obi Wan movie around that time, Espe- especially uh, uh, Obi Wan.
2: That would be super sweet, especially with their history yeah. together. Um, I know. I, I really, in, I really enjoyed that reveal. I think everyone in the theater had a collective gasp at the same time. You know, I feel um, like most yeah, people when,
0: would be confused, just like, "Wait, well, well, isn't he dead?" Because <laughs> when
2: you see him, yeah, well, yeah, it's yeah. I think a lot of people, yeah, wouldn't wouldn't have known. Um, again, we're all nerds, and we all watched the Clone Wars, so we well, we'll up. Uh, well, well, first though, first though, when he's <laughs> when he's got the when he's got the hood on. You know, it very much looks like the Emperor, you know, and so you're like, okay, and you know it's not the Emperor because the Emperor's dead, right? At least, I but that at was first, you're like, well, like, like,
0: Anakin. Like,
2: yeah, when you see yeah. it, you're like, well, what, who is that? It's clearly like, okay, some kind of Sith, some sort of hood. And then when it comes out, I like lost my shit. it's was like, oh! Yeah, oh, <laughs> <was> like, oh, <laughs> yes, my boy right there. Because I, I always loved Darth Maul and I always thought, like, yeah, he kind of got a raw deal, it was almost like the Marvel you know, villain treatment, where it's like, he's awesome and he's gone now, mm-hmm. and I'm glad yeah, they brought him back in the Expanded Universe stuff, so it's kind of, I don't say legitimizing it, because, I mean, again, it's all considered in canon, I guess, all like the the Clone Wars, you know, the CG, so, which is amazing, if you haven't watched it, it's really,
0: really good, I love it. Some uh, of the best Star Wars period, in my op- honestly, opinion. Honestly, that was
2: the, the single reason I didn't quit on Star Wars, was, you know, after the prequels left a bad taste in my mouth uh, the clone Wars show came out and i loved it so much like yeah. it kept i kept in through the whole mm-hmm. time and it's so it was my baby so of course like you know i had to i had to stand for her but uh yeah yeah that was really really cool and, and now i'm wondering though like does because there's always the rule of two with the sith so does yeah he have an apprentice like what's mm-hmm. up like what's he well, yeah
0: it's there's so many questions did uh did palpatine kill savage i don't remember if he did or not
2: it's been, oh, it's been I, a minute. I, I feel like Savage is, is diggity-dunso. I'm pretty sure Savage is diggity So, but I, I don't remember. I remember he was a badass motherfucker, but that's all I remember about Savage <laughs> Opress at this I, point.
0: I remember he th- that was his apprentice for a while, and then they took over yeah. Mandalore. And then Emperor Palpatine was like, uh-uh, no way. <laughs> um, and I, I don't remember if he killed him then or not i to look it up
2: um because i don't remember my memory is the worst maybe and I want kira
0: to a kira is the ap- apprentice she da, might da, be. Da, she, I mean, be she i so mean she she cool. might be she called a reason i'd be mm-hmm. about that to have a like female sith lord that'd be pretty yeah. sweet that'd be sick yeah, she's, yeah she, she plays
2: her cards pretty close in that movie. So, yeah, we don't know if she's force sensitive or what's going on. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, That'd be sick. That would be sweet. So, what did you guys think of the other name, jarrops? There were two of them that I c- caught. Uh, one, there was Bosk, uh, and then Ora Singh was the second one. Did, did did you guys care much about that, or was it just like eh?
2: I mean, I like Boss, so I was about yeah. it. Or saying the name sounds really familiar, but I don't know. Who that is. I, yeah, I was like, that sounds familiar. And I said, I thought
0: about. Bounty Hunter, that uh, if you remember in the Clone Wars cartoon, uh, young Boba Fett was working with her.
1: Oh, okay. I haven't finished Clone Wars yet. Um, <laughs> I'm really bad about there finishing go. shows I like. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm yeah, like so this show is great. She's Time in, to watch something
0: else. She's another bounty hunter, uh, and apparently, what's his name killed her. So I was like, oh, okay. Oh. That's
2: uh, Kyle. You were right. I had to look it up on StarWars.com. But uh, yeah, uh, Darth Sidious. Yeah, the Emperor killed him. Okay. Savaggio the Savage Press. Gotcha. So yeah, that leaves them open for a yeah. new
0: um, apprentice. Yeah, That's, interesting.
2: Uh, oh. Yes,
0: because I could yeah, because I could see them really doing a side trilogy bet- bet- between this the uh, the Obi One movie, especially considering his his history with Darth Maul and the Mandalorians, because he's also he, he also used to have a love affair thing with the Duchess.
2: Yeah, um, I I think it's cool to like just connect the dots a little more. So like in this, it's like not just the Han Solo origin, like having the Darth Maul thing in there, like clearly more connects it like a big picture wise. And so I'd be all about yeah, that. they they could very much plug in more pieces and, and still have it be part of a bigger overarching story. And I'm about that. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so let's get to the main event. I think what everyone has been waiting to hear, Lando. What did you guys think of Lando? Uh,
1: Lando was perfect in every way, (laughs) just one hundred percent. I was I was there for him. I was ready, and uh, yeah. Though I just uh, every everything about Donald Glover's portrayal of Lando, amazing. Yeah, I I was I was worried because I I really love Donald Glover. I was worried that I like wouldn't be able to separate. The, the two right, that sure. I would just see it as Donald Glover playing Lando. Uh, but after watching that movie, was like, no, he was like born to play this role. Like, this yeah. was perfect. This was the perfect role for him.
0: He's a fantastic actor. I mean, he's, he's fucking fanta- mm. fantastic at everything. But, yeah. uh, like, he's, I, I think the most surprising thing that he's good you know, at is acting. And just like how many d- different r- 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 roles he-, he can do, because I love c- Community. Uh, I've mm-hmm. I've seen him in Atlanta, which is his own show that he writes and a- acts in and stuff like that. And th- they're all just like com- completely different ch- ch- characters and stuff. And he nails it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I uh, when I was heading into solo, I knew that I was gonna love Lando. I was like, I know, <laughs> I know that's gonna be fun. I didn't know how much he was going to be in the movie. I figured, like, uh, he may not be in it a ton, but, like, Don Glover, he's always fantastic. So that was, like, the initial, like, thing that I allowed myself to be excited about. was, like, Lando, if nothing else, will be a treasure. And he was. Thankfully, I, I do feel like everyone kept up, Um but, yeah. So, I like, I, I don't feel like he stole the show or anything. I think everyone... Like, it was a pretty balanced film, and I ended up, like, you know, really loving all the characters and really being into it. But, of course, I I absolutely adored, you know, yeah. his performance. I thought it was fantastic. Because um, Lando's He's a hard character to get right, because he's, like, he's this cocky son of a bitch, and he's a bit ridiculous, but you can't play him too goofy. He is a little dangerous, you know? Yeah. And, uh... It's hard to get that right and he got that right, you know. And uh oh yeah. So I was very, very happy. Just his collection of capes to Oh my god. That was killing oh, me. His wardrobe
0: that was Fucking perfect for that then, scene alone. That movie, this movie is worth it. Tears in there, just like I had to t- try one of them on. <laughs> that would be me. I'd be like, come on, I had to. I had to know what yeah. it's like. Well, and I love it because yeah, you see
2: her wearing wearing uh, you know a few throughout the film, and you're like, oh girl, and yeah. it looks real good. It looks fucking fantastic. So I love it. Yeah, she need a hundred percent
0: more capes in Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> no, for real. I honestly
2: think that's a big part of my enjoyment of it. Everyone just looks majestic. Af wearing a cape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna start wearing a cape. What's up? Like you, you have you have the, be like the fucking Will you, pre pre you know eating himself to death.
0: <laughs> you you have the like space wizard movies, and then you have the like space cowboy boys and capes movies. Okay, straight up. That would be amazing. <laughs> Yo, dog, how do you feel about Sergio Leone in space with some capes? Yeah, make it happen. Yeah, he, he he was a little bit more regal than I expected. Like, I I, I kind of expected him to be a bit more of the, like, James Bond smooth kind of thing, especially in his younger days. Um, mm-hmm. Just, like, knowing how much tr- trouble he got into, in, or, like, a- always, like, knowing that he, he has stories, right? Yeah. Um,
2: I think uh, you th- you think of uh, people in their youth. I mean, I'm 37 now, so I'm old enough that uh, you know I- I'm not a complete old man. But I <laughs> I remember my younger self, and I was certainly louder and cockier, and you know talked a lot more and about fucking nothing at all, uh, you know, than I do now. And uh, so I think, yeah, Lando, when we see him. In Cloud City, you know, in the original trilogy, yeah, he is more the James Bond smooth. Um, Yeah, but we don't know exactly, you know, that could have been 10, 20 years later. And who knows how many experiences he's had in that time to, like, mellow him out a little bit more. That's how I view it, I guess. I I
0: guess when I saw him in the original trilogy, I'm I'm thinking more like... Business man. Now he is. He he has the line in this one where he's like, "I hate mining headies." But when we first see him in the original trilogy, he is like in charge of a whole mining planet. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so he, so he he has this like business mindset. Too. T- t-
2: yeah um, but there's also there's there's a just diplomacy there in the original trilogy like you know that he does care for those people and then right. like you know with everything that happens with Han it's like you know he's like he, obviously it feels horrible that he had to fuck him over but he like had, literally had no choice to like save everyone else there and so it's interesting to see like him go fr- you know from what we see in this film you know where he's clearly more about himself you know right. to like being in a more selfless role he's still you know Regal and flamboyant or whatever, but, you know, the fact that he's in a more political role, you know, is uh, a little surprising. It's not surprising since we know it comes, but if you didn't know it and this was your first film, you know, yeah. I, I think it's really cool to see that, oh, Lando actually is going to have a lot of growth and have an arc, mm-hmm. and I think that's really cool and really exciting.
1: Which I think also like justifies Han's reaction to seeing him in Bespin, where he's like, look at you, and he's yeah. like, yeah, Ooh, no, I, like, Good you going. know like he totally changed how he conducts himself because before he you know cheated at cards all the time to get whatever he wanted uh <laughs> and like now he's like a business professional and in charge of this major mining operation, yeah,
2: it also legitimized the the Hanald buddy because that was the thing that people always made fun of is like he he doesn't say his name like yeah Yeah, he says his name wrong everyone else and it and and it's like one of those shirts was probably like a goof in the originals Mm -hmm. or whatever where like you know whatever they just do not worry about it but i love that it's like because everyone has those friends that like you know that you can fuck with them and like come on man you know like we're cool and (laughs) so like it's very we know in this it's very intentional him fucking with him Mm -hmm. which i love (laughs) so much yeah
0: and the, the, there was the callback to, uh, I guess, in the original trilogy when Leia tells Han that she loves him, and he says, I, I know. And then oh, yeah. the, the this one, L- 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 Lando goes, I hate you. And he goes, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. It's fantastic. He was so good in this film. Um, oh, he was, yeah. yeah. He
2: was great. Also, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson was fucking amazing. Another one that I was like, I mean, I shouldn't be surprised because mm. Woody Harrelson's great, but uh, I don't know, I remember just like seeing the cast list and seeing that the director had changed, and there all these things where I was like, man, I don't, man, what is even happening with this movie? But then, like, the minute I saw you know his character on, on screen, I was like, oh yeah, I love Woody Harrelson, what am I doing? But he's the same one <laughs> even though I've seen Woody Harrelson in a ton of stuff. Like, I think True Detective was the last thing I saw him in, and he was fucking killer in that. But, uh, yeah... He was just so damn good. Um, star Wars. Well, I guess that's the weird thing. I guess, I think that's part of it. And I think about it. Is star Wars usually doesn't have big names, and like Woody Harrelson's like a pretty big movie star in my sure. eyes. And so you know what I mean. Like you often don't have that. And like even like Don Glover now is like pretty famous. Um, even like with like the new trilogy, I mean like you know, Harrison Ford obviously is Harrison Ford at this point, so you have to have those people reprise the roles. But past like the returning people that were mostly stars because of Star Wars, mostly and the first
0: place, no ones. Yeah.
2: Yeah, like, mm-hmm. uh, like, you know, no one knew who Daisy Ridley was or John Boyega, you know, before, and, uh, you know, now they're certainly, you know, and then, of course, they're fantastic, but, uh, it was one of those, like, casting Superman things, where, like, you have to have unknowns, and I think that was part, I guess, my trepidation, too, was like, oh, there's a lot of movie stars in this, uh, but, again, they did so well that, like, I didn't see, I didn't see Don Glover, I really did see Lando, and, yeah. and, like, Atlanta, I just watched, and it's fucking amazing, so, um, yeah, I think that says a lot, and, again, you know, Woody Harrelson, he was just, he was his character, um, I think that's something I hadn't seen from Star Wars as such recognizable stars in such notable roles. Yeah. Uh,
0: so I I, d- I don't remember where I saw this. It must have been like someone tweeted in article or whoever. But the actress who played L three, apparently didn't even know what a droid was when she auditioned oh, really? for the role. So she like obviously was not a Star Wars fan. <laughs> Which like that's pretty great. That's amazing that they like would go like not in the depth. That might not be the right way to p- p- put it, but like go to yeah to like such unknown a- actors that like aren't even fans of what they've made so far, right? Like I I mm. I, I think that really that really kind of inspires me to, to think, like, hey, they are trying new things. They are wanting to see what other spins they can bring to this. Um, at, at least in the kind of like tangential films and stuff like that, because the main ones are kind of re- recycling some stuff. Um, but I, it, it seems to me that they're at least starting or trying to experiment with some stuff. Yeah,
2: and... I'd agree with that. And at the same time, there's also certain tropes that you kind of have to hit in Star Wars. And, like, having a sassy droid is certainly part of, yeah. like, your Star Wars movie. Like, you had K2SO, who was amazing. But they all do it, like, differently. Like, K2SO was just a fucking... Just grumpy motherfucker. I loved him. He was such an asshole. And, uh, she... Yeah, she was more, um uh, I don't know the more free spirit, like fucking power of the people, like you know. And I was about it. She was more weird, the, the, so she was the
0: social justice warrior, very yeah. social justice. She was a social
2: <laughs> social justice droid. Yeah. Um, and then she was also just sassy as fuck. Because you just, yeah, you need the sassy droid. That's like, and that's always one of my favorite elements of any Star Wars film. That's something that I just love. Like even in the pre, in the prequels, it, it, it's all about you know R2D2. Like if you take R2D2 out of the prequels, like everyone does, like R2D2 is like the most single most important character in any of those Save original yeah. those three films. Yeah, but uh, but I yeah I I loved her character as well. Absolutely, and it was really cool getting to see her. Live on like through the ship and and see That's how that cool, was yeah. you know, part of her programming. That was I don't know something I was not expecting, but I thought it was
0: really cool. Yeah,
1: I also thought it was cool that um, they sort of justified what she had said earlier to Kira about like, well, I know Lando loves me, <laughs> which and, was one and, of the and, like, funniest
0: Kira... m- 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 moments. That was yeah, uh,
1: yeah, it was really great. Where and then Kira's like, "Well, how would that?" And she's like, "It works." you yes. uh, how did that but then, <laughs> uh, but then, but then you actually see like a, a justification of that. Like it wasn't just like Oh, does. look, it's it's funny because it's you know a robot, and she thinks that he loves her. Like he does. Yeah, uh, and so you see that, and I just felt like really. I, I like started crying a whole lot cause I was like, oh no, I, like, but, um, yeah, that no, was really good. I really enjoyed her story.
0: I'm still, I'm still wondering if it's like the type of love she thought it was. I mean, I, 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 obviously he did care for her a lot, right? Mm. But I kind of got the vibe. It was like, it, it was like, you are my best friend t- t- type of love rather than the romantic mm-hmm. one, which I think sh- she thought.
2: Well, I, I know there's an article, uh, probably several articles, that came out right before the release of the film, because um, I think it was the director that was talking about Lando's um, sexuality being being fluid. Right. And uh, and just talking about, because we've talked about, like, J.K. Rowling and how it's like, oh, a lot of this is lip service, because you can say a character is queer, but and then, then like, not if actually have them be If you never, if you never actually saw the representation, you mm-hmm. have not earned it. And uh, I know there was some anger that that was maybe the case, and... uh we did, yeah. We definitely saw that he cared for her, and uh, you know, very much could have been. But I mean, you know, there's certain like like Prince. Prince wasn't gay. He wasn't straight. He was Prince. He was sex. Man, man was like was sex, sex personified.
0: Like was was Prince. That's how to be him, no matter what sexuality. So like, and he, and
2: Lando's kind of like you know, space Prince. So like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like. It wouldn't surprise me if he was. Uh I think definitely with, you know, L three there was, you know, definitely like genuine affection there. Sure. Um as far as sex his sexuality and his and his queerness, um, I don't think they've like, you know, earned that yet, but I would love to see them keep exploring it for mm-hmm. sure. Do
0: you think there would be any possibility of a Lando movie?
2: I sure hope so. I mean, Don Glover is such a big star now. I love that he's 2018. People are like just now, like discovering Don Glover because I feel like <laughs> when when his last record came out, it blew up, and then uh, that was a couple of years ago. Now this new one's blowing up, and it's it's like every time, I'm like, God, did you not? It's it's good every time. But I get yeah. honest. Yeah. Whatever. Did y'all
1: forget? He's like, did y'all forget? It? That was like
2: that was like two years ago. It wasn't that long ago. I mean, I get the internet age man. People forget and, quickly. And then there was geez, the, whole, the that whole, la- whole that last Spider Man thing, right?
0: Like, he, he he got a whole bunch of pub, pub, publicity for being kind of the inspiration for Miles Morales.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and then, like, yeah, even in just the, you know, Spider Man Homecoming last year, he had a small part with this part, and that was amazing. And yeah, he's still in Atlanta. To me, it's like, I don't know. To, I guess my perception is Don Glover's been, like, in the public eye, deservingly so, for a while you know, uh, gosh it's, many many years now and uh yeah so it's funny that that people now people still are like oh he's pretty cool yeah welcome to the club guys i mean i'm not trying to shame anyone anyone that that's trying to hop on board the train you are all welcome but uh it's just it's interesting <laughs> to me that people are still grab a ticket you know, and get in
0: line <laughs> yeah get it, get it yeah <laughs> w- welcome aboard um but i hope so yeah i i might disagree with you actu- actually actually I I think as much as everyone would want it because it is Donald Glover and he's you know as we've said a million t- times now he's amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm wondering if he would be better used as like a a, a Hulk type character where he shows up in everyone else's f- 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 films.
2: I would have agreed with you before I read the Lando. Did you read the Lando miniseries that Marvel put out a couple years ago? I did not. So, part of the reason I love Lando, I think, as much as I do now, is honestly because that series, it was Charles Soule and uh, Alex Maleev of um, an uh, excellent team. Yeah. And uh, the story on that was just that uh, Lando owes this gangster money, because of course he does, and so he has to steal this ship to, to pay this debt. And the ship he steals is Emperor Palpatine's uh, Pleasure Cruiser. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so of course he has Palpatine sending guards after him. But, uh, within that, um, there's, like, a locked, like, room, and it has all these old, like, Sith and Jedi artifacts. Uh, so it's, like, really, really cool. You get to see, uh, you get to see just a deeper side of Lando. Um, Wait, there's some this, really this, awesome
0: stuff with Lobot as well. This it's is a his really room, heartbreaking His handle. room. He, he has all of those like Sith and Jedi stuff locked up. Somewhere. Uh,
2: the Emperor did. Okay. The Emperor did on his ship. That's why he's so adamant about getting it back. Because okay. if it was just a possession, it'd be like whatever. I mean, it probably still kill you just for the slight. But like, there's you know all this like, Sith stuff, secret, and he's I like did, I need my, that my back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but that that run was amazing and that was it was all about Lando and all about his connections. Um like at the end, yeah, he, he guns someone down and and uh and as they're like dying, they're like, Oh my god, like yeah, I didn't think you were like that. I didn't think you were like a good shot or you you, you know, you seem like a bubbling in it and he's like, Yeah, well, that's gonna die with you. Like everyone you will keep thinking know, that. I was like, Oh my you know. god. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Well, it was rad though because like you realize there's there's a cunning to Lando, there's a danger to Lando that, like... Because, again, I love Billy Dee Williams, but he's a little more aloof and a little more silly in the original films, and we don't see him much. I love him for what what he's there, but I could forgive people, because I used to think it, too, that, like, oh, he's just a, a sillier character. I mean, he's a smuggler. Um, yeah, but that run shows that uh, there's, there's a more serious part of him and there's a darkness to him that... Um, I hadn't seen on screen before, and, uh, yeah, now seeing with Don Glover's performance, I could definitely see, I mean, you'd have to get the right writer, you know, sure. you'd have to get the right script for sure, uh, but, yo, know, I could absolutely see, and again, it'd be like this, it would be, it'd have to be like a cool heist film, mm-hmm. but I could absolutely see, like, Lando being a vehicle for an amazing, like, Ocean's Eleven heist film or something, you know, have it on, a, what was that fucking, that,
1: it yeah, on. yeah, do it on basic... Canto
2: bite like 20 years earlier or whatever, like, dude, that'd be dope. It'd be dope. I, 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 think they could do it. Yeah, I definitely think they could do it. Okay.
1: Also, I am one hundred percent down for like three thousand more space heist films. Like, oh, if Star Wars sure. just wants to go in that direction, I am for it. Like, it's <laughs> number one in my heart. I love heist movies. I love space. So, yep. Star Wars heist films, excellent.
0: Yeah. So, I, 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 looked this up. I before we got on here and started podcasting, I, I looked up like what were the the Easter eggs in you know in. Holo, and one of the ones for Lando was, I guess, obviously him recording his like memoir thing, right? Uh, where he, he's like the Calrissian C- Chronicles, chapter five. So there I was, <laughs> yeah, <you know, laughs> which was an amazing scene. Um, but apparently there are like a like a trilogy of novels that I guess are n- supposedly no longer canon, but maybe kind of canon by him mentioning them. Um, but uh, like, so there there is like stories out there of him that like f- focus on him. So I mean, who knows? Maybe one day down down the road, yeah, we we could get a Lando spinoff. Uh, and, you know have his own stuff yep, there and ab- mm-hmm. apparently those books uh are what introduced that card game sabacc into the star wars y- 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 universe which is sweet oh that's so, cool yeah. oh, okay. um so there you go fun fact the more you know <laughs> oh, rock <yeah>. facts <laughs> um but yeah uh i guess last thoughts do you guys have any other roads you want to go down and discuss
2: Um, gosh.
1: I do. Yeah, go, go for ahead. it. Uh, Please. so the Alden Ehrenreich, mm-hmm. yes, that is his name, uh, who played Han, um, I had seen him before in Hail Caesar, which, if I'm not mistaken, is, like, really the only other big thing that he's done. Apparently, he, like, dies in an episode of Supernatural, mm-hmm. but, um, other than that, he's not... You know he's not a big name actor, um, yeah. and I remember seeing him get cast and like the internet blowing up and like what you didn't cast Chris Pratt like what what are you doing? Um, as much as I but, like him too, I don't think yeah he's no, no, uh-huh. no thank you
2: yeah. he's great but no.
1: Uh, but uh, he was excellent. He was a great young Han. Like absolutely. He just he just like captured that character so well and like we had kind of talked about how like you know he how the han didn't feel like harrison ford as han being played by somebody else it felt like young han solo who has to like grow up and become this character and yeah. i think if anybody who has not watched it but still listen to this episode uh to kind of see where and how they feel about it or if they should see it um definitely give it a shot like the, the characters are amazing and the actors are amazing and everybody you can tell that even with all of the drama that was surrounding the production of this movie uh, a lot of love went into it yeah and it is absolutely a love letter to star wars
0: yeah i'm i'm definitely thankful that he did not just try to imp- impersonate him you know he's mm-hmm. like hey this is the same character but at a different time and place and like mindset too right uh, mm-hmm. so it was good yeah, uh, I know
2: I'm getting cynical in my old age You know, I'm like, uh, Disney owns Star Wars And they're gonna turn one out forever and make money and So I have that part of my brain that's hard to turn off um, And that's, I'm sure, a big part of why I wasn't super stoked going to this So really, I just more need to remind myself that Hey, you know, if the story's good, if it's there Then then I'm good, I'm, I just need to be entertained And it was a very entertaining film It was gorgeously shot, um, amazing yeah in every way i really don't have any complaints about it um i was very satisfied so i guess just remind myself don't be such a fucking hipster sometimes <laughs> you know they, they can make good movies it's fine it's fine cool
0: yeah i i think think i mentioned it at the start of the the show here but it's i felt like it's a good like start of the summer action blockbuster um it's pretty fast p- paced there's Great cinematography, good action, all that stuff. Things explode. I, I, I think it, it, it will keep your attention uh, the the whole way through. So, and I I think I think there isn't really. I mean, it's PG thirteen, but I don't. You know, there there isn't like much language or stuff like that. Like it's it's a good no space boobs. Yeah, there's no space <laughs> boobs. <laughs> uh, but I I I'm I would think it's a good family they'll, you know go go take i'm gonna take week.
2: my kids i'm gonna take my kids to see it definitely yeah um the only reason i didn't take it the first time is it was like 10:40 at night when we saw it but uh yeah. yeah i've gotten my kids into star star wars now and i'd be very comfortable taking them to see it yeah and they're three and six and they'd love it
0: cool there you go. You heard it here first, folks.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, did we have any questions or anything from people? Anything uh, we
0: did not. No questions this time. Uh, but, oh, it's all good. Yeah, uh, we will be doing these Reactor Core episodes every so often. We don't really have a regular schedule for these, um, but if there is like a big movie blockbuster coming up or a, a new Netflix show that a bunch of us won't to Watchers or, or something. We'll, we'll be making one. And you guys can send questions in uh, to our email uh, the Podcast at gmail.com We will be happy to, to answer them and to talk about them here on air. Uh, but we also have a whole lot of other shows too besides this one. We have some that we do a lot more regular. Um, we have the Review Show, which is up and running right now. Uh, but we are about to, to uh, get a couple more launched here. Eric, you have one that you're about to start, I think, kind of end of summer here?
2: Yeah, so first up is uh, questionable commentary. For about a year at this point, I've been recording uh, film commentaries with uh, unpaid intern Jess Beaver. Um she's the one that started that show, really wanted to get going on it. We were already just hanging out, you know, anyway. And, uh, so, uh, yeah, we just, will put on a film and just run, run a commentary track. Um, we are not film experts. We don't know what we're talking about. It's literally just our opinion. And often we're just, talking shit about each other and just like <laughs> just being haters and so that's why you know i named the show questionable commentary because i don't want people coming in thinking we're like gonna have like real in-depth like well yeah, you know this establishing shot here is great because of this it's more literary like, yeah what i know, yeah. I, know. I-, I saw it i saw it you got that whole box set don't even try to hate yeah uh it's it's, it's a bunch of shit talk but it's gonna be a lot of fun um, we decided along the way that we were going to do TV shows as well, and so we're currently recording uh, the US version of The Office. We're going to do the complete series. We're like halfway through season three right now. What we're going to do when we start releasing, which should be uh, in the next month or so here um we're gonna do uh, one week we'll do a film the next week we'll release several of the tv show episodes because it doesn't feel fair to be like here's 90 minutes one week and here's like 20 minutes the next yeah. so when we do a tv show we'll do several releases all at once to cool. keep it about the same level of output but that's coming pretty quick here um i also have um independent focus um my comic book show with uh, my good friend belinda garcia that has not started recording yet Episode 1 is actually going to be recorded this week. Uh, we are going to do Saga from Brian K. Vaughn and uh, Fiona Staples. That's going to be Episode 1. And we're just going to alternate taking turns. And we only do independent books, so anything from Image Dark Horse, self-published stuff, anything that's not like the, you know the big two, Marvel and, and DC. As much as we love those guys, I mean, I work at a comic shop, and I don't need to tell you to read Batman. People get it at this point. But Wait, um, who's Batman? You might not... <laughs> you, you might not know about you know some cool you know <laughs> some books that, <laughs> that don't get books spotlight or whatever. Just, yeah, yeah there's there's books i want to highlight that like you know maybe you haven't heard of and um that's gonna be the point of that show and so that one is coming in the fall we're gonna start recording now we're gonna stockpile episodes because i don't want to pond fade so yeah two two shows currently in the works and i'm gonna try to be um you know on other whatnots fine programs as as time allows because I uh, enjoy doing it.
0: Yeah. Sounds good. Uh you guys can get a whole bunch more information on that on our brand new website too. We we just launched or oh, yeah. like I guess relaunched our website uh, which is the whatnots.com uh all all the information about all of our upcoming shows and shows that we are doing right now are on there. Uh, You guys can go follow us. Uh, I I think most of our shows are going to be getting their own social media pages. Uh, But you can also uh, follow us on Twitter at The Whatnots, and all of the information will be on there as well. Um, Kaylee, where can they find you online?
1: Oh, God. Uh, Well, right now uh, I have an Instagram, and I have a Facebook and they're mostly personal because I've been been out of the podcasting realm for a little while. Um, but if you want to see me get get mad about some things or really excited about some other <laughs> things, uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I guess uh, robot bear arms uh, is basically my handle for everything online. Uh, so you're on Twitter,
2: if, you just don't use it that much.
1: Yeah, I'm you're on, also I'm on Twitter. Robot bear arms okay, yeah cool, cool. On Twitter, <laughs> I'm on Reddit. I'm on all things I don't use. If you look up Robot Bear Arms, it's me. <laughs>
0: there you go. And Eric, for you, where can they find uh, you? Similar to Kaylee, except I'm
2: more prolific with what I say because I can't shut up. But uh, I'm uh, the Bobby Krogan on everything. So the Bobby Krogan on Twitter, Facebook. You can just search my Eric Mannix. So, uh, that's all to say. Most of my stuff is just pictures of my kids and just you know me um, complaining about being tired but uh, on twitter i you know tweet a lot about comic books and photography and podcasting stuff that that we've been up to so uh yeah and i'm on instagram as well um eric manix photography is my professional site and yeah the bobby krogan is my personal one so again just more cute pictures of my kids and me drinking coffee with <laughs> uh, well, yeah, the other ones like modeling shoots and things like that um so yeah um i think that's a it, it's mostly yeah, Instagram and Twitter, even Facebook. I'm not on that much. I'm I'm old and I don't know how technology works. And yeah, it's, that's it's a okay. <laughs> uh,
0: if if you guys wanted to yell at me for some reason, you guys can find me on Twitter at hush315. Um, and I think that will do it for this episode of the Reactor Core. Thank you guys thank for you. tuning in, and thank you Kaylee and Eric for joining me here. Hey, yeah, thanks having for having us. having us. Yeah, no problem. Uh hopefully you guys will tune in to one of our other podcasts. Um, and we will see you guys on the next episode of the React Core for who knows what. Adios guys. Bye. Bye.